Welcome to another episode of Straight to the Point with Vaughn. It's been a while since I've been on. Um, I take a little break, chill out, busy, you know how I go, but I'm back. A lot of things happened since I've last been on. I think the last episode was probably early, early September. So a lot of things transpired, man. Crazy times going on, man. We had another rapper pass away, uh, PNB Rock. I want to say he's a rapper. I would say more like a singer, you know. Um... Like a rap singer type of thing, but um, nah, yeah, that, that kind of really bothered me about hearing about him passing because I remember my daughter for her tenth birthday, um, she wanted me to create a playlist for for a party, or whatever. So we had that monster golf, and um, she had like a lot of her friends there, and she's like, "Dad, make me a playlist." And I'm like, "All right, tell me what songs you want, and I'll, you know, I'll get the edited version of the songs, and and, and we'll, we'll get the, we'll get the popping." So the, the one song she wanted. Was why um, YF Lucci and PNB Rock every day be lit. So every time I hear that song, I think about my daughter. So I was always following him even before then, but just to see his life getting taken away um, that way is crazy. Um, over jewelry, you know, over <laughs> over material things, you know. Um, a lot of people go back and forth, and they said a few things about that, you know. Posting his location and was this girl's fault? Um, but it comes, what it comes down to, it seems like that, you know, people were just watching, man. And um, as of today, I believe um, a 17-year-old and a 32-year-old female, his stepmother was charged with the, um, not charged with his murder, but they were arrested in connection with his murder. And the alleged gunman, which is a 17-year-old's father, it's still on the run, I think. Um, so that's crazy. Like, a whole family thing. I think the son was a getaway driver. Um, and I guess the, the stepmom's in the car as well. Who knows if they knew what he was going to do. You know, who knows the situation because we don't know. But it's definitely unfortunate. And um, people were saying a lot of different things, too. Like, yo, why, why won't you have security? Like, people got to understand. These rappers aren't. People don't understand how much security costs, 24-hour security. Like, these rappers aren't, like, millionaires like you think they are. Some, the very few that are millionaires like that, you see, they, they roll around the security, you know, whether it's 24-hour, that is, whether it's, like, you know, your Jay-Z's, your 50 Cent's, your, your Puffs, your Snoop's, people like that, you know, to name a few. They have security. They can pay for it. But a rapper like P&B Rock, who at the time was independent, just became independent artists. They don't have that bread for that. So look at a rapper as somebody that that has like, that's a, v, that's a VP in corporate America, and he or she makes around 200K a year. You can't hire your security, 25 security, you make 200K a year. Now granted, your money's coming different, so you're doing shows, you're doing a lot of different things, so you might have the jury, but you can't hire security like that. So that's why you need to be smart where you go with it, unfortunately. Um, you know, so people got to get that misconception out of their head. You know, like, why don't you have security? Everybody can afford security. 
Um, this is a lunchtime thing that happened, you know, grabbing lunch with this girl, and that happens to him. Um, also, another thing I have me think about it, people do this all the time. They always post where they're at. Like, I never understood that fully. I'm not even famous like that, famous at all. But I don't like posting where I'm at. So I, I think it's all, it's in people's brains, and it's not necessarily, I guess you say it's, it's the younger generation now. I mean younger than, than I am, so I'm not talking about the 80s babies as much. I'm talking about like the 90s babies and, and so forth. Um, the 80s babies, we, we fall into that too sometimes, but I think it's the younger generation that, that they do a little more than us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not surprised at, at, at all that they post, but it's kind of like, why? You know what I mean? Everyone doesn't have to know where you're at. Or what you're doing. That, that's my biggest thing. But I think we do it. People do it for the clout. Like why would you think someone actually cares about what you're doing like that. And I think that social media has, gives people a false sense of, of the world. You know. There's good things that happen on social media of course. But there's also bad that happens. So for everybody that's a fan. If you're famous. That's looking at you as someone that despises you and they can find you by how you post certain things and I just think we just need to be careful with that and I think it's a generation thing um it's unfortunately that um you know this young man had to lose his life um not necessarily just because of that but it had probably had nothing to do with the posting maybe it did maybe it didn't we never really fully gonna know could have been somebody saw him come in made a call from inside you know that's how it goes man but um, God bless him and his family. Also today, another rapper um, passed away, Coolio, man. Coolio he passed away at uh, 59. This was yesterday. So on, uh, what, September 28th. The thing about Coolio is, like, he had two cla- I mean, he was a, a good rapper, but, like, he had two classic songs, yo. Fantastic Voyage, Voyage was classic. And that Gangsta Paradise from the Dangerous Mind soundtrack. You know, two different songs, but it shows his depth, his depth as a, as an MC, and you know he was doing stuff way before that. But I'm saying when I got on him, you know, Coolio's, I think he was 59 when he passed. So when he was popping, like when I first heard of him, he was probably late 20s, early 30s, I would say. But I remember being younger and just seeing like MTV. It wasn't called, it was called MTV Jams, but it was different. It wasn't like the whole channel. And we all know that you had like Bill Bellamy and, and he would be hosting it. And like those cool, those fantastic Voyage and songs like that and Dangerous Minds, you know, they were on constant rotation. Like in the summertime, like you might see that video about four or five times a day, probably more. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think. Um, I read up that he actually, I think he might have been cardiac arrest, so he could have had a heart attack or something. So it was very unexpected. I think he was still touring, man. If you go to his IG page, he was still going around doing his thing. So, you know, it's definitely, definitely a sad situation, man. And uh, God bless him and his family. And, uh, you know, we're, we're losing a lot of people from, I guess you could say from our youth, you know, as far as like artists and stuff like that. So when you look at that, it's like, damn. People just passing away, man. But God bless him and his fam. Um, another thing I want to talk about is the whole Tiffany Haddish, Aerie Spears thing, right? So I know that was old, but that case got thrown out. 
You know what I'm saying? That, that it was a child molestation lawsuit that was dismissed, right? So basically, just to rehash it, they did a skit a couple years ago, well, maybe about 10 years ago, and had some underage kids, and it was kind of trying to be like a pedophile skit, and then it just wasn't that funny, and it wasn't funny at all, actually. And it was a bad look for them, but in comedy, you do things to kind of push the envelope, and sometimes you swing and you hit a home run, and other times you miss, right? So they miss, whatever. But it was kind of like an extortion thing they were saying. They just wanted to get the money. But my thing is, is that when African-American entertainers, you know, athletes, whatever, when we mess up or when they mess up, the, the black community will totally shun them, right? But when you thought they were guilty of everything and you were attacking them, once things get dismissed, no one ever talks about it again. You know what I mean? And that, and that to me, that's not right. I think your, your disrespect should be just as loud you know, as your apology. So if you disrespect out in the public, you need to apologize in public or so forth. And we don't really do that that much. You know, other, other, other races, other, other um, groups of people, they give each other second chances. And it's like, but no, if you're a black entertainer, athlete, nah, no second chance. Not that much. Occasionally you do, depending on what you did, but nah, nah, we're not having it, right? But Tiffany Haddish said something that was kind of crazy. She was like, yo, she lost all her roles, yo. Like all her roles and everything that she was working on coming up got pulled because of this case, you know? And it was dropped. So somebody needed to give her back some roles. You know what I'm saying? So it's a very interesting situation, but I wanted to kind of touch on that because it's crazy how you heard about it. And you didn't hear no more about it. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of crazy, man. Um, another thing I had me thinking about, I mean, I'm backpedaling a little bit because um, I jumped to the Tiffany Haddish stuff, but just as for entertainers in general and really rappers, right? So everyone knows if you're a rapper, you don't really don't have the 401k. You don't have the retirement plan, really. It's basically you got to kind of make the right investments to make sure that as you get older, you have a nest egg, right? As people call it. It's like something to fall back on. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people know how to do it, but that's, it is what it is, right? But at the same time, I'm thinking that when you see all these rappers passing away and things are happening, it's kind of like if you are on a record um, a record deal and with like a big label, Atlantic or whatever it may be, why wouldn't they put a clause in your contract to have security? Or to make sure you get X, Y, Z, right? Like, why don't they look think about it that way, right? So I was thinking, I said, you know what? It's crazy because in the NFL, or the NBA, but it's really, really the NFL, I can think about, like Dallas Cowboys. If they had a star athlete that had a checkered pass, they hired security guards to be with that athlete. So say if he was a hothead, they know if he goes out, he can get to a fight. They're going to have security that follows that person 24 hours. This is a multi-billion dollar business. Same thing as music, right? Why wouldn't they do it as a record company? So then you think about football, right? Football is very tangible, right? So you have to be on the field to perform. So they need you on that field. They don't care what you do, but we're going to make sure you get on that field. Music is intangible. So basically, you can put your music out and then you cannot be around, and that music can still sell, right? So I think it's kind of like a ploy to go, okay, you guys go out there and do what you're going to do. 
you know, get in trouble, record sales go up. Get shot, record sales go up. God forbid pass away, record sales go up. We still have the music. So they don't really need you to be physically there to make money off of you. So I think that's the thought process. And I think that's why they don't care. But we need to get smarter in that. I'm pretty sure you can negotiate that in your contracts. I'm pretty sure you, everything, you know business, everything's negotiable. Everything. So if someone says you it's not, it's a lie. You can negotiate everything. You can negotiate your, your, your events if you want, or whatever money you're getting to sign this deal. Instead of taking the money, say, you know what? Instead of you giving me 500K or a mil, how about you give me 500K and the other 500 goes to security? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why not think about that or have the option to do that? I'm not saying everyone would do it, but they have the option to do it because it's crazy out here for rappers, man. It's crazy. So I think we need to think about that, be a little more smart, how we move. Um, and look what we can do. We got a lot of power, man. I think a lot of rappers, a lot of entertainers, don't know how much power they actually have. You know, the record company is not going to do anything without you. They need you more than you need, more than you need them. Trust me. So, what else is, is going on, man? So, talk about a little bit of shows that I'm watching, man. The one show that I've been watching, besides House of Dragons, the House of the Dragons, I, I apologize, not House of Dragons, House of the Dragons. <laughs> you know, black people always changing their names. That, that's, that's been pretty dope. I like what they've been doing with that show, like how it's been, it's been jumping, like, like it advanced 10 years, you know what I'm saying? So it's not slow. So I think they really captured capture, capture your attention. Like, Game of Thrones was dope, but Game of Thrones was very slow. This isn't like that. This is like, yo, boom. One minute, Rhaenyra's a, a teenager. Next minute, she's a grown woman with three kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, like things changing. So that's dope. But the Jeffrey Dahmer um, Netflix series is crazy to me because I've, I remember, you know, if you have a certain age, you remember Jeffrey Dahmer's story and everything like that, but I was too young to really, you know, Diving deep to it. I was like 10 years old when he got caught. But when you go back and you look at the story and you see his upbringing and what was going on, yo, it's insane. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, he was already going, I'm not saying he was destined, destined to be a sociopath, but like he had signs that he was a little off of certain things, but the parents didn't even see it because they were dealing with their own little issues. And that happens a lot where you see red flags for people, for kids. They end up doing something crazy. And you're like, how does this happen? Well, that's how it happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would look at the signs. So, you know, that is insane. Um, his story in the eating people and this and that. And, yo, he, he, he's a wild boy. So you get a chance, check that out. I'm pretty sure people are looking at it now, but it's, it's a must-watch show. It's not as gory as people think. It's just the story is crazy. You think, like, yo, this cannot have really happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, this really happened in real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, Niecy Nash is doing a good job on that. All the actors are dope, but I want to call her out on it because I think people don't talk about it as much. And she, she's, a, she's a dope actress, man. Like, she has a lot of, um, a lot of like, depth in, and she can cover a lot of different things. And, and she does, like, the Reno 911 thing back in the day. It was comedy, and then she can do some dramas. And she can, she can do a lot of different things, man. So I think... I think she's definitely a dope actress that doesn't get her um, all her flowers. You know what I'm saying? I think she needs to get more flowers than she, than she does. Um, but he's definitely dope. It's definitely worth checking out. So I'm moving to sports, man. And um, 
I figured this. I figured weekly. What I'm gonna start doing. Football season has been going on. We're in week four right now. You know what I mean? Been it's a very interesting season. But I think I'm gonna start like like every week, give my predictions for the week of who's playing, and then of course I gotta highlight my 49ers, man. I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan, and I save us for last, man. We got some stuff. We got some issues I worry about. But um, I think I think we'll be all right in the long run. But it's gonna be tough, man. We gotta get get over this hump, man. But let's start with tonight. Tonight's a game right now going on as we speak between Miami and Cincinnati. I think um, I think the Bengals gonna win this one. Um, I just think you know, however teams play now, it don't really matter. You feel me? Like it's kind of like preseason for a lot of these teams. So so the real good teams gonna start. Start showing improvement in October, in November you're gonna see that. So these like three and no teams now and two and one teams, some of them gonna be garbage, man. Like, like Detroit. You say you wanna say about Detroit, but no, sorry, not, not Detroit. I apologize. I mean Chicago. Chicago's not a good team, yo. I don't care if they're two and one right now. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're not to me. They're not that nice. So they're gonna come back to reality soon. So, but let's take a look at that. Um, I said the Bengals for that game. Then we have uh, Minnesota against New Orleans. I got Minnesota, man. Um, cousin Kurt, Kurt Cousins, be he he he's like a mainstay, man. <laughs> like he just he he can't play play well in big games. Like on, on like Monday Night Football, he'll choke up Sunday Night Football, but but he'll get the job done. And and Jameis, man, I just can't trust Jameis. When Jameis has to do too much, man, it's it's not a good look. I got Minnesota. Then second, uh, another game. I got um, Chargers against Houston. Um, Chargers are banged up, man. So I like Houston in that one. I got the Bears against the Giants. Um, not for nothing, like the way the Giants are playing. I got the Giants winning that. Saquon looking good, man. So you know it's early. I haven't beaten the Bears because I think the Bears are trash. Um, the Lions against the Seahawks, man. I got the Lions. I like the way they play. Um, Seahawks, you know, they're divisional rival. They play hard, but I just think they don't have the talent um, to beat Detroit. Um, but they will give a give a, a great effort. It's on the road, so we'll see what happens. On um, the Jaguars against the Eagles, man, I got I got the Eagles. I think the Eagles are. This this be a, a close game too, but I think the Eagles are pretty much right now the best team in the NFC. I like where they play. I like Hurts. I like the AJ Brown addition. I like where they run the ball. I like the defense. But again, it's it's um, late September. Don't really matter yet, but they look good. We got the Jets and the Steelers. Hmm. I got the Jets, man, because I, I just don't like the Steelers quarterback, quarterback situation, man. I think Trubisky is just a backup, and they're trying to make him a, a starter. And I like Tomlin a lot, but I think they're going to be like another 500, 500 year, probably won't make the playoffs. So I got the Jets, and I like the way Robert Sala is playing. I mean, coaching, as to say. Um, and I like the Jets' defense, too. So I got them, got them winning that one in a little upset. Um, I got the Browns and the Falcons. I got the Browns. Um, they're playing pretty good without, without Deshaun Watson right now. I mean, Miles Garrett had gotten a car accident early this week, so he probably won't play. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just assuming he won't play. <laughs> but who knows, man? These NFL guys aren't human sometimes, so he might, he might still rock. But I got the Browns winning that one. I got the Titans versus the Colts. Um, I got the Colts, man. I, I just don't like uh, Ryan Tannehill, man. I think I think he, he, he should let, let, let the young boy cook that they got from Liberty. I think Ryan Tannehill, he, his best days are behind him, honestly. I think... Those interceptions last year really did something to him in the playoffs. And he's single-handedly the reason why they lost. Um, next, we got the Commanders against the Cowboys. I'm going with the Cowboys with that one. Um, I just think they're just a better team. Um, again, 
they're going to stack these wins, and, but they're not going to do anything in the playoffs, so we're not worried about that. Um, Bills versus Ravens. That's this. This is this is it right here. This might be the game of the, the game of the weekend. Um, Bills Mafia looks strong. Um, I got a feeling that, but Lamar looking great, looking really great. This is a home game for Baltimore. Going to be a shootout, but I'm a lean. I'm a lean towards the Ravens only because the Bills secondary is a little banged up, and um, we'll see how they go. They're going to score some points, but I'm a lean towards the Ravens because Lamar's cooking right now. Uh, Arizona against the, against the Panthers. Um, I'm going to go with Arizona uh, just because little Kyler Murray, his little ass be running everywhere, man. It's hard to find him, hard to see him. He be, he be cooking out there. Well, at least in September and October. <laughs> we know November, December, it ain't going to happen, but I got them winning that one. Um, Denver versus the, the Raiders. I'm very disappointed in the Raiders this year, man. I, I was expecting the AFC West supposed to be supposed to have been tough, man. Ain't looking, they ain't looking tough at all, <laughs> but it's supposed to have been tough. Um, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Raiders in this one because the Broncos look, I mean, offense looks atrocious. Like, I think Russell Wilson, he ain't cooking. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing out there, but I take, I take the Raiders to get their first win. Then we have uh, New, New England against Green Bay. Give me Green Bay. New England don't have a quarterback right now, and and, and Mac Jones was decent. Um, now they don't know who the hell they're putting in there, and I think Aaron Rodgers, even though he has his flaws and the team isn't great, I think he'll find a way to win just because he's Aaron Rodgers. Um, the Chiefs versus the Bucks. Um, I got the Chiefs, man. I I don't know what's going on in Tampa Bay. I mean, I think I think Tom Brady on his way out. I think he, he got to get home, get that get that house back in order. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think he might have tapped out. Oh, he should have came back this year. You know. So I, I I'm going with Kansas City. I don't like I don't like um. Tom's body language, man. Um, so, got that. And then for the last one, Monday night game. Man, got my 49ers hosting the Rams. This is something crazy because we always beat the Rams, except for that that NFC Championship game last year, which was a three-point game. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think uh, I think we need this win. We, we both hate each other, both teams, I should say. Um we have the number. We know how to beat them. I need Garoppolo to play like a quarterback, <laughs> not not a not a not a JV quarterback, or, or I need him to play like a, like 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 a, a QB one, a real QB one. Um, not to do too much. We need to run. It's going to be a little tough because we don't have big Trent Williams. I don't think this week. Well, definitely don't have him this week. I apologize. Um, but I, I like the chances. I'm gonna go with the 49ers winning, and they're favored. You know, they're actually favored by. By about a point and a half um, at home, so I can see them winning this game, but they have to win. I think I think they they need this game more than the Rams do. You know, I think if they lose this game, um, not saying the season's over, but I think it's going to be a really uphill battle, and then um, I think it's going to be a confidence shatter. You know, they need this win. You know, because a lot of things have happened. They're doing what they can. Lost their starting quarterback. Put the back the, the old starting quarterback again, who they didn't they didn't want. So a lot of stuffs going on. But I think if they win this, winning makes everything right. So I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say we're gonna win uh, by a close game. I'll say field goal, uh, possibly, and it's gonna come down to the fourth quarter, and we see what happens in the fourth quarter. Who knows? But um, that's what I'm gonna do every week, man. That's kind of how I'm gonna try to try to tap into the football um, games. You know, um, basketball about to start up soon too. Um, that's interesting to see that. I'll probably get some updates on my Bulls, what they think they're going to do. 
Um, I heard Lonzo Ball talking about he, he can't jump without having pain in his knee and can't run. Like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with my man, but I don't know. Man. We'll see what happens. Um, but good luck for checking in with me. Until next time, everybody be safe and be easy. One. Again, thanks for joining the Straight to the Point podcast with Vaughn. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, be safe. Thank you.